We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. A little David Lee Roth for you. That's I'm a, Bart Winkler. Was that what Grant that Bills, Paul Emick. Oh, it sounded like I ain't got nobody. Or is more that Hagar? A, I don't more know. More of a Sammy Hagar guy myself, personally. I never know which one's which. Oh, I don't know the difference. I also don't care. Like, you can't tell me a Van Halen song and I'll go, oh. I don't know. I guess if I listened, like that that was David Lee Roth, right? I ain't got nobody. Because he's doing he's doing the he's doing the yeah, that's David Lee Roth. Okay, I know that. Um today is Blackout Wednesday, a phrase which I will still triple down that I invented. And I I am trying to prove myself wrong. So I've looked um, the first recorded Google search of it is in 2004. I don't even know when Google started, but and it and it's commonly known to emanate out of the Midwest. They say the Chicago bars took it and ran with it the night before Thanksgiving, where everyone gets plowed. Yeah. And I feel like I need to see someone that invented it prior to 2002, which would have been my freshman year of college. So if I can find someone, because you all go back to town and get drunk with your high school buddies, and you're all like, I'm at college now. And then the other people are like, so are we. What the fuck? And then you like hook up with, you know, the quiet chick from algebra and never talking about it again. Was that or, your experience? Uh, no, I, I think I hit on my ex-girlfriend and went home. But in theory, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, so I, I would still love to be proven that I did not invent it, but I think I did. Or I came up with it and someone else did. And diff- like sometimes, sometimes it's not like someone else may have had the idea, but you know, it grew. I, I'm at least a part of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to do like a LexisNexis search or something for that to figure out when it first started. Yeah, I tried. Um, I got just a few things out the top of my brain before we get into it. Um, Hit it. I'm trying to I'm trying to be on threads more. I'm trying to be on threads more. And oh, so you're um, the one. Yeah. And I posted something that I had posted on Twitter, and I thought, well, let me post this on threads also. And it was about how everyone's worked up about Carissa Thompson, 
and like journalism's dead now. Even though politicians, and I said politicians, not one side, have been screaming fake news. And then someone goes, oh, you dirty liberal. And I go, whoa, I didn't know we'd do that on threads. And then they go, oh, I guess we don't. I guess we don't. We just hear from crybaby gingers. And so I had to, I, I blocked someone on threads. I think it's a and you problem, maybe more than the platform problem is what I'm, I'm not a ginger. Look at my beard. What color is it? Red? Reddish, reddish brown. What color is my hair? Yeah. What color is my hair? Non-existent soon. <laughs> yeah. It's it's as white as your scalp, Bart. <laughs> but here's something I learned on threads. When you block on threads, it says you are blocking this person and any future accounts they make. Oh, oh wow. Ah, me likey. <laughs> me likey that one. Um, and then I also wanted to sadly admit that I, on Monday night, was rooting for the Eagles. Gross. I, I don't, I didn't plan on that going in. I needed some Jalen Hurts points for a fantasy league so maybe that was baked in but towards the end of the game those results were key it was just eagles versus chiefs and i i didn't want the chiefs to win i i just i think more than anything i just don't want the afc championship game in kansas city again i agree with that years in a row yep i agree it's fucking annoying yep i mean i like i like watching the best quarterback in football personally i I just can't stand the Eagles. They just they make. The- I don't like Sirianni. I don't like the the tush push. Mm-hmm. 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 They just make it look. They make football so boring. I hate it. Well, the I Eagles, hate- what? Okay. Well, okay. Should we get into our first topic? This is a perfect transition. I guess. Um, I also just wanted to say that MVS fucking sucks. Thank this is. You. I've been wrong about a thing or two. CJ Stroud. I was oh. I was extremely, extremely right about MVS. And uh, I'm going to take credit for that one. It's terrible. MVS sucks. He's no. awful. The Justin Watson drop right after might have been worse. Like, no, because the M- – okay. They're both bad. Let's – yeah. I mean, we don't need a breakdown. It was right here. It was right – let me put my copy down. It was right here. Did you see MVS hit his helmet against the wall? No. Yeah. On the in the way out, he like, but he hit it. He was like, I guess I'll do this. I guess I'll hit my helmet on the wall to make it look mad. Terrible. By the way, I'm on threads at Bart Winkler, not Winks Thinks for those that want to join. The difference, by the way, Justin Watson's not making eleven million dollars per year to drop that pass like MVS hmm. is. MVS is specifically being paid to drop passes exactly like that. That was, <laughs> that was shown to him in the meeting of something not to do, but that is his. That is yeah. his bread and butter. What's that Leo? Di- what's that Leo DiCaprio gif? What movie is that from? Is, what that, movie um, is that from? I've never known. Is that what? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That's older. Oh, than this that. one. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, speaking of gifts, real quick, real quick. Pro football talk, and I was going to tweet at him and. But he put Chiefs receivers tonight. And it was the gif of a little girl missing the ball as a catch. Which, 
I mean, isn't that already in the GIF Hall of Fame? Like, you can't, you can't keep. At some point, you can't keep using. Thank you, Michael Scott, and Florio. So Florio, a lot of people made jokes about Chiefs receivers, and a lot of people use gifts. But again, this is my this is my point on him. He always finds the least funny way to make a joke. Like technically, he made a joke, but it's always the least funny way. So to you, are, are there gifts that we have to retire because they've been used so much for so long? I think the thank you one can go away. Okay. What else could I think of the top of my head? Uh, I'd have to think about it. I, I There's a lot of good Chevy Chase gifts that I like. There's two or three of them that I that I I feel like I use the same gifts too often. But that should be part of people's brand. I always, use, I always use the puppet one where he's like. It is part of your brand. Yeah. yeah. The puppet one I like. Mm-hmm. I always try to, is your rule similar to mine, which is like, I need to like the show or the movie or the thing of which I am sending you from. I'm not going to like, yes. Yes. oh, I'm going to search. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I will yeah, reverse Paul, engineer. Paul. I, we're in a dynasty league. Yes. And people were doing gifts like, where are the trades? And I used the Shits Creek gif. Yeah. And I, as soon as I posted, I was like, I'm not into Shit's Creek. You don't watch it? I won't watch it based on the title. I don't like that. I don't like, I think that's a lame joke. You won't watch the show because you don't like the title? Yeah, because it's there. It's shit, shit. It's it's a shit. It's, I don't like it. I think I don't. I mean, I, like, I get it. I get <laughs> I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it. Hmm. It was a perfectly. Also, all I hear is like, she, she goes, baby. Like, that's not a joke. Uh, she's very good in that show, so let's not throw shade on. Uh, well, I like I like them both. Well, then watch the show. Pretend it's called like uh, I don't like I don't like Dan Levy. What? What's your What's your problem with Dan Levy? Levy 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 Levy. I don't know. I don't like him. What the fuck? Okay. And I don't like comedy, joy, or laughter. <laughs> comedy, joy, or let the whole trifecta is not really for you. I mean, maybe I'll watch it. I, Paul, before we get into it, I'm with you. Like, when I watch a new show, I will search that show and just look at gifts. I don't do that. And, and then find, and then find like, oh, that's usable now. Like, you need to watch the show in order to add that yeah. stuff here. Yeah. Repertoire. I, I think, agree. I think we need to put a disclaimer into the Dynasty chat. Bart, like, Bart does not, disclaimer, Bart does not like Shit's Creek and instantly regretted his choice of gift. Um, break, breaking news. The Steelers have a different new offensive coordinator. Oh, Matt Canada oh. has officially gotten the boot, to which uh, Aaron Nagler succinctly added, the guy who took advantage of Joe Barry two weeks ago has been fired. Especially in the third quarter, Bart, which I heard is the best quarter of that game. What do you think? The Steeler game? Yeah, the Steeler-Packer game. Look at you, you big Britt Baker fan with your terrible towel. On the day I don't, like, I don't like I don't like terrible towels. I don't. It's the I name. had to buy one. It, I mean, let's let's face it. The terrible towel is the cheesehead. It's the same thing. It's like you go if you, if you're a visiting guy and you go to Lambo, you get a cheesehead because you went to Lambo, so you get a cheesehead. You go mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I'm a loser for buying a terrible towel. No, it's part. It's part of the experience. Like that's it, you collected a memorabilia thing of that you can only get at that place. 
But now you know where it's gonna go. In that storage box. Well, that you should. Okay. I might hold it out when I do picks with Horvat. I might wave the terrible towel the rest of the year. But that's it. A good take, by the way, of not letting your son. Well, it would be really stupid for your son to end up liking the Steelers because his dad got him a towel once upon a time. But that's how kids work. So. Oh, oh, oh. And I know we'll get there. So oh. I give him all these toys. And um, he, for whatever reason, he. so I gave him the starting lineups from yesteryear. And he's got Brett Favre, and he knows we don't like him. And he's got Reggie White. And he's got Bart Starr. And he's got another guy who is 36. It's not Leroy, like Philip Epps or something. So he's got all these guys. Um, and then he's got other guys. And so he picked up a Steve Young. And not only was he tracing him, but he like drew a picture of Steve Young. Uh, so now, so now it's like, oh, fuck, is he a Niners fan? <laughs> and there's a picture of me with one of my buddies from when I was in like eight. Uh, cause he was a big Niners fan and I'm like all in Niners gear, like you, rocked you, out. you either showed me that picture yeah. or something with that picture. Cause instead of going number one, I have like a crooked number one. Cause I'm not totally into it. Um, but yeah, so he, so he was a nine and he was, and I'm like, Oh no, fuck if I, Oh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, congratulations to Murphy in the morning who is retiring this week. Sure. Who's Murphy? you don't know him. Is that like WIXX or something? Yeah, yeah. I figured you know him. Congrats. Yeah. On a long run, anytime you can go out on your own terms in this business, it's it's special. Yeah. It's rare. You don't get to you don't get to do it. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off every order. The gummies, there's tinctures, however you want to use the CBD, you're more than welcome to do so. Happyplacehemp.com. Again, the promo code is BART, 25% off every order. Whether it is the Delta 8s, the Delta 9s, the CBD and CBDNs, which I have been using frequently now that I'm trying to drink a little less after Pittsburgh. I emphasize trying. I really broke myself there, man. I'm a new man. I think I, me and my buddy think we actually died there and we're still laying there rotting. And this is all like a, a dream. Like this is our conscience playing out the rest of our lives, but we're actually dead. Um, I feel that way. And that's why I use gummies instead, because uh, my thoughts on gummies are actually less weird than my thoughts in real life. Happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART. 25% off every time. B-A-R-T. At checkout. Free shipping anywhere. Or stop by in Muskego and say hi. Before we get to the first question, I just have to say, I opened threads for the first time in like two months. He goes on threads. My profile picture is Craig Council, so I have to, I have to, I have to change that. Mm. Poor. Sorry, Paul. That's all right. <laughs> Bill came to me yesterday when I had half a mouth the peanut butter sandwich. I did not appreciate that, so I, I apologize for doing that to you. He just like you mean during the show on the air? Yes, which that's my fault. Don't get me wrong, but. I don't know. How many minutes of audio vocal time do you have per four hour show with Bill? The less I, I think the less I contribute, the better. Cause that means he's charged up and we got guests and callers. Like if I don't have to do anything, I think that means the show's better. But what's the average? I'm just curious. Uh, you know what, Paul, I will pay attention today and I'll get back to you next week. Cause I honestly, I don't know. 
Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll actually pay attention this week. Okay. No clue. Do you, are you carrying on the Festivus tradition that he had with Joe? We didn't talk. Well, today, we're not doing it today. We're not doing it because. Well, no, it's next month. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, we should. Yeah, we should air some grievances. No other shows ever do that. That's that's original. Thank you for reminding me of that. We'll be sure to do that. You're welcome. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. Um, might be surprised where we start. And I do have like a more uplifting, positive one coming up here. Finally, we've been so negative. But this one's a, the, the first one's a bit negative, but it's not like team specific negative. Oh. I have been so I was really looking forward to Monday night's Chiefs Eagles game. If you're not excited for a Chiefs Eagles game, you you probably don't like the NFL outside of your team, which is fine. If you just watch the Packers and that's what you do, that's okay. But it, if you don't want that game, like next week is Bears Vikings. Like if you're like, okay, I'm not supercharged for Monday night football Bears Vikings. Like that that's cool. Like I I get that, but. Grant, I saw you post this last night after I had a pretty underwhelming time watching the Chiefs and the Eagles. Uh And and then I saw the Tom Brady quote. And I was just thinking the other day about how there's clearly going to be expansion across sports anytime they can. Um, But I'm like, there's clearly not enough good football players, Not certainly not enough good quarterbacks. They should contract the league because there's not enough good quarterbacks because there's really some bad football. Have you heard Matt's call? No, I'm sorry. What is it? Matt in the Falls thinks they should track contract down to 20 teams. They clearly won't, but there's that there's only because a- he says there's not enough quarterbacks. He's right. The football's bad. Matt and then he called falls. in with that on CBS on Monday, and then I kept him on the air, and we went through the 12 teams we'd get rid of. <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, maybe we don't have to spend too much time, or maybe you can re-air it. But did I mean I'm assuming sort of that some of that came from the Tom Brady comment or is it separate? No, well, Tom Brady's comment was what Monday. Matt had called with his voicemail on Thursday because he was watching Bengals Ravens and he was finally excited for a good Thursday game. Yeah, and then he watches this game and he's like, finally, a, 
you know, both teams have their quarterbacks healthy and they're good. And then one of them gets fucking hurt. Yeah. But even with, so like if, if four of the best quarterbacks in the league are in the two games we just referenced, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, yes, Burrow got hurt. And then Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. And like the football was still. So then I saw Tom Brady's video where he's, you know, I'm not impressed at all by the NFL product. There's a lot of mediocre football. And then in the meantime, the NBA is as is better than it's ever been in terms of talent. And like this can be kind of like a partial, like a parent conversation of like, would you once I covered the NFL, I knew like any future kids are not playing football, not tackle football, at least um, way too, way too dangerous. Um, but the t- some of what Tom Brady has touched on is like not enough kids are playing football. They're playing other sports and whatever else. So anyway, the NFL has a quality of has a product quality problem. Mm hmm. Or mm hmm. Sorry, I was just texting the uh, Steelers news to some of my buddies on the trip, and I said, I heard Matt Canada's offense was so bad it put people to sleep. <laughs> um, that and the tri- – I heard your podcast after the fact, but the triple shot of whatever you got from that one bartender with a $5 tip. Yeah, no, he, he did me dirty. Good, but also dirty. Um, the NFL the- has a quality product, a product quality issue. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Well, so issue. Um, you know, if Tom Brady's coming out to speak against it, um, I, I was kind of surprised by that because he's still one of the faces really of football and he's going to be and an owner. We, yeah, well, I don't think that went through yet. It's still like okay. weird. But he's gonna be maybe in the Fox broadcast booth. Yeah. So clearly his words are gonna hold weight. And I think that, um, yeah, I think that I think that there is a problem. I asked at the beginning of the year, what's the biggest issue, folks, uh, you know, with football right now, if they were in a meeting and say, we need to fix this one thing. And at the time, I thought it was officiating. But I think, like, you know, there's a play on Monday where Fletcher Cox might have, like, pushed Mahomes down a little bit. And we're trained now. We're like, oh, yeah, that's a foul. But then Brady's right. Some of these hits from Erlacher and Ray Lewis and, yeah, they're hard hits, but they're also – that's the sport, you know? Yeah. Um, so that that is, I think, we're washing it into flag football a little bit. Um, you just look at these matchups, and there's not a lot of great matchups. There's a lot of teams that are like five and five against four and five and six and four against four and seven. And it's like there's three matchups this weekend with winning records. Um, Jaguars-Texans is one of them, which – I don't think we're trained yet to think, hey, that's going to be – I mean, it might be a really yeah. good game. That's, you know, Jaguars need to get that win. Texans beat them already. But it's not like we're not – Thanksgiving might be like three games of massacre situations. Um, all the spreads are at least seven points. Yeah, I think I think that the football is – the football's gotten worse. I do think the football's gotten worse. Now, how do yeah. you fix it? I don't know. Um, some of it might be quarterback play. Yeah, I do think coaches. I do feel like coaches are dumber than normal. Like Robert Sala, Robert Cook, go say say what you need to say. Yes, say what you need to say. This guy is an absolute cuck. (laughs) I bet Grant did not have that as his guess. No. I mean, you just look at Robert Sala. Like, if I was married to him, 
I'd have no, I'd have no choice but to cheat on him. Because <laughs> I'd just be like, you fucking are not a man. <laughs> you can't protect me. I don't want to cheat on you. I, I have to. You made me do this. <clears throat> Robert Sal is like the guy who, who wakes up, like he wakes up like he's, uh, he's Eeyore. Yeah. Like he wakes up on Friday the 13th and he's like, it's going to be a bad day. Bad things will happen. Well, it's just a day on a calendar, idiot. It's fucking, he just looks so sad. Starting Tim Boyle should help. That's the trick. That's what they've been looking yeah, for. Yeah, NFL promoting this game for two years. Yeah, you made that point to Costos the other night on CBS. That was funny. It's like they invented a brand new holiday just for a football game, only to have it be Tim Boyle. Well, they were they were acting like that. And then uh, they pitched it, and part of their pitch was like, this is great because it's on Amazon. That means you can do some Black Friday shopping while watching a game. And then I think maybe it wasn't that segment, but I went into my diatribe about how I go, thank fucking Christ, because I was watching a Packer game a couple of weeks ago and there was, you know, these these really simple monochromatic shirts they wear with just a little logo. And and I like them. They're very simple, but, you know, you can support your team. And it was the second quarter. And I was like, fuck, I need to buy that. And then I realized this game's not on Amazon. I can't go shopping in any way until the game is over. Yeah. I tried looking at my browser and it was blocked. Cookies blocked me until the game was over. But now we're getting a game on Black Friday where you can shop deals while watching a football game. I can do a radio show and order boots at the same time. I'm very excited for this. I can tell. Grant? I don't – I think, first of all, Tom so Brady – so the NFL has a quality product product quality issue, Grant, mm-hmm, or mm-mm. I have a lot of a lot of individual thoughts. They might not be connected. First of all, Tom Brady sounds like a dick. Like he sounds like he sounds like one of the NBA old heads who thinks that they're like leaving. he graduated from high school and then the seat the the next senior class they're actually making the run to state and yeah. he's like. Well, they're actually not as good as I was. The league, the league is watered. You down. got bounced in the sectional semis, you fuck. Yeah, but 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 that doesn't make him not right, does it? Okay, well, I think he's a little right, maybe about some things, but I can't take his message seriously because the messenger sounds like such an ass. And he's 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 not the first like former professional athlete to do this. This is not a Tom Brady thing. Like dozens, dozens of former basketball players, former football players have done this. I think football's mostly fine. Where Tom Brady might have a point is. I think offenses used to, I could be wrong. Offenses in the, in like 2000 to 2010, like that window were a lot more. We ran play, we execute play and everyone needs to be in their spot and everyone needs to do their job. And if one of you even think about freelancing and, and mixing in an edit to the play or anything, like I feel like that probably, that's the way the game probably used to be. And Tom was just this, he was a surgeon. We're running this play. I'm going to execute this play. And it, it was it was almost like it was militaristic, like in a good way. Yeah. And I feel like then came along Rodgers and then came along Mahomes and these quarterbacks that play the game differently. And the offenses kind of are a little bit more nebulous. And and Tom never – Tom wasn't that guy. He was he not an improvisational quarterback. He wasn't that – and I 
And I, I think that that is a part of the reason why he won so much in the playoffs. Like, I think you need to be boring to a degree in the playoffs. Like you need to be consistent, boring, sustainable, running five yards. Like you can't, I don't think, make your way through the playoffs on back shoulder throws and, and drawing up plays in the dirt. And I think that's a big reason why Tom Brady could consistently and a lot of the times very boringly like win at the highest level. Yeah. But for the most part, he sounds like a dick. And I, I think I think there's more ta- I think there's more talent in the league now than there ever has been. But you know, the TV schedule and the injuries. You, you know, think there's the- more talent in the league than there's ever been. That's an interesting I mean, yeah. athletes general athletes are clearly better athletes than they were in any other era. Yeah. I Tom Brady is the very, 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 very rare superstar in sports who I really like. Wow. Yeah. I thought you I sorry, I thought you were I'm just I saying, really like, like that. I, I was, thought you were going somewhere with that. But well, sometimes like, I'm sometimes I'm surprised when others don't like him. Because he he seems I don't want to say he seems like I think Bart, you said about Andy Herman, like if you said this a few weeks ago, but I always remember it. If you don't like Andy Herman, that's a you problem. Like he's just a universally liked guy. I'm not saying Tom Brady is a universally liked guy. Like if you don't like Tom Brady, that's a you problem. That's that's not true. But I feel like Brady, I mean, I don't know. He seems a lot of people don't like that Tom Brady won a lot. Yeah, but I'm saying, but that's that's a that is, or they don't like that he cheated. The cheating, I I could people when they say they don't like Tom Brady, I think they don't like the aura and the essence of Tom Brady. I don't know that they actually have listened to or or they don't like the fact that he's 45 and looks. 25. Well, he's had several plastic surgeries. He, he, do you know what different he look? How much younger he looks now than he did when he was coming into the NFL draft? <laughs> I don't like Tom Brady because I, I like Tom Brady. The reason why he's annoyed me in the past, and I've like I've I've made my peace with this, is I think he won more than he should have for how talented he was. And I've watched yeah. a lot of quarterbacks in my lifetime who have much more. They have more natural ability. They do things on a football field that Brady can't do, and they didn't win as much. But I think as I've gotten older, I realized that like part of winning at the highest level is playing a, a more boring brand of football, like running a stupid screen on second and eight instead of trying to make the amazing highlight play down the field. And I think I think a lot of quarterbacks now have have lost that. And Brady well, so, has understood that. So let's put Brady aside. Um I saw this tweet last night from at Wisco Grant that said, what a deeply unsatisfying football game. So putting aside Brady and all of that, like, again, I had this thought. Q had this thought. I'm sure others had this thought separately from Brady saying it or Q thinking that I was thinking or me thinking that Q was thinking it. But, like, I have just been thinking that if a Bengals-Ravens game can't be exciting, if a Chiefs-Eagles game can't be exciting. So, like, baseball – realized so first let's start football the nfl realized like we have a we have an offense problem offense sells offense is whatever like that's what is usually the the the, the needle the needle mover and so they kind of took on all these different things that made it really hard to play defense right and all of the hits that are penalized and all of the when a wide receiver and a cornerback are engaged downfield and yet despite that Offenses are now still, I think, behind defense, right? Defense is better than offense in the NFL, generally speaking. So then it makes me think of baseball, and they're like, okay, well, shifting has become, well, the NBA. They're like, okay, so we got it. There's this paint, and everyone's just standing in the paint. So we need to have a three second rule. Baseball said, oh, there's too much shifting. We need to take, we, offense is what sells. We need to, so like, I'm kind of getting to the point that is, like, what is the NFL going to do? Like, oh, you can't have a, 
Oh. Single high safety. You can't have you, you can't play zone coverage in these areas of the field. Like, I think it's getting to the point where offense is so challenged in the NFL that unless all of a sudden, you know, six great quarterbacks emerge and there's not such a quarterback problem that like you might have to govern. You think like, offense? I, the, the the defense gets penalty just for touching a guy. I know, and yet you still can't score points. I think it's no. I think it's noise mostly. It's like how many I watch Keenan Allen, but, but you're only going to score points if you have a quarterback to do so. And there's only like a, two handfuls that are worth anything at all. I feel like scoring. And, and, and if quarterbacks get hurt, like I heard it said the other day, like uh, and we probably listened to the same podcast, Grant, on Sunday with Simmons, but um. You listen, I listen, so just accept it, right? Basketball season, I've no, I'm I, I'm out on but some. It's, right now. It, it's his football pod, um, which Sunday, I'm not extra out on. I've never like, it, what, what it's what it spelled out though was like this is the year of the backup quarterback. So not only are there not enough good starting quarterbacks, there sure as hell aren't enough good backup quarterbacks. Well, yeah, that's why I say like scoring's down this year. I I think it's mostly noise. Like you have big, a couple big plays are down. Like I I you're I think right now it is noise. I think right now it's just statistical noise. Yes, I don't see it fixing itself next year or the following year. I I just think this is kind of where we're at. What says Bart about this? Bart hosts a national radio show. Here's perspectives from lots of different teams. And what, what Tim Shea you Bart? Yeah. What's Shea you? What's the question? He wasn't listening. I think it's, I think it's noise. I do. It's a lot of drops. I was tweeting about my reservation with Tim Shea. Now this will air after, but Tim and I had a Tuesday date at Tupelo Honey. Oh, how was that? That's today. I'm a dumbass. Well, yes, I, can, I can only assume it was outstanding. Yeah. yeah. I don't think the NFL, no, I don't think the NFL has any, I don't think they can peel away the rule book anymore on defense. What are they going to do? But, but, but they can. Okay. Well, the hip drop tackle thing, like that's, I suppose. See, but I think in, yeah, it, injuries, like, legislating to try to stop injuries is one thing legislating to try to improve scoring is another you know what happens though is they they have all these rules that you can't hit a guy a certain way and I love this targeting thing. and and then all these all these times that these guys are hurt it's like the flukiest shit ever well like the Every time the ambulance comes out it's like there was nothing anyone could have done. He just or like Emmanuel Wilson's injury like did it look like anything happened near the sideline on Sunday's game with the Packers like no but his shoulder popped out of place, you know? Well, and, and Sunday's an outlier because they were playing on artificial turf, which is something the NFL – oh, wait, the, the game was Atlanta. Never mind. Um, well, and it's a shoulder, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. I knew what you were doing, though. I, I, I'm appreciative of what you're doing. Okay, so 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 me and Q and Tom Brady are overreacting. Yeah. Tom – Forget Tom Brady. Put Tom aside, would you? Can you wait until you're out of football for five years before you start shitting on the the league as it stands? Can you can you give well, it? Five no, Tom, years? Tom's been out of the league for a year and a half. Last year doesn't count. Why not? It's hard to remember. Tom, Tom was retired, and then he only came back just to make sure he wanted to be done. Sure. He he did not want to regret retiring, so he came back and went through the motions. I was like, oh yeah, fuck, I am done. Which I can, which actually I can respect. Like, I don't have a problem with that. You get one. You get one. I actually actually can't believe that Tom Brady played in the NFL last year. That does not seem accurate. He played last year? Yeah. 
then then my point is even extra strong. Give it five. No, like, like Barkley, like Barkley played in the nineties. Barkley be like these kids. They don't. They don't fucking like. I'll hear it from Barkley. He hasn't played since. You know what? Hey, we should tell Tom Brady the thing that all all I've been my only take on anything in the last month has been patience. Tom, let a season play out before you decree from the heavens. And also, Paul, when I tweeted last night that that was a deeply unsatisfying football game, that was because I was very much cheering against the Eagles and because MVS dropped a touchdown. That that was a very good football game until it wasn't because when I MVS dropped a touchdown. What was your reaction? What was your initial reaction? Laughter. Mine was laughter and glee. He's laughter, so, laughter so, for sure. Still ruining my football. And also because again, I unlike the many things I've gotten wrong, I I knew MVS was why trash. I he's been on my show, friend of show. <laughs> Jake Sternberger was too, and he's equally trash. I got I got nothing like I just MVS. I just think is bad. He's bad at football. Yeah, he's super. He's a, I mean, he's a great Packer because he's a track star who can't catch. It makes all the sense in the world. He's really fast, and that's wonderful. But that's all he is is really fast. We got to make a list of who cost Packers a second Super Bowl. He's up there. Ooh. Oh Jesus Christ! He's up there. I put McAfee on there. He's on my yeah, list. That's not a bad suggestion. Goody's on the list. Shailene Woodley. Uh, no, I liked when Rodgers was dating people. Aubrey, what's his name? Marcus Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus. Oh yeah, he fucking caused the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what's crazy about this is like, someone might interpret what you guys are saying as a joke. I definitely think that those two guys, McAfee and Mark, are are no. they changed the mindset of the QB. They the they, re, they repurposed his priorities. Mm-hmm. I, I told a guest, this has to be almost four years ago now. I said, if Rogers was married with kids and just normal, and that's not a comment on. If Rogers lived on, like her cousins, we would have 17 Super Bowls. If, if Rogers lived his life coming home from practice to, to run an errand with his kid, going to bed with his wife at a normal time, getting off the fucking internet and not staying up until 3 a.m. DMing reporters about this that, and the other thing, he'd if he lived his life Along yeah. those lines, they'd have another Super Bowl. This is so great. Let's keep going on this. All right. I, yeah, this is funny. Because I have often thought, like, listen, to each their own. I don't care what you do. But you, Rogers being almost, like, very, very two weeks away, almost 40, right? He doesn't – this is – the way he behaves is that of a single man who's 40, if you had a bunch of other shit in your life distracting you, taking up your brain space, this none of this other stuff would matter. You wouldn't be like, this is, you are an extremely, extremely wealthy, single, you know, you don't have a, like, you, you, you do your own thing and that's great and that's wonderful for you. But yes, if you were just like the Kurt Cousins guy who had other things to distract his brain from needing to worry about what the headline says or what you what the 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 clever thing you say on McAfee is. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Travis Kelsey for the his his game days are actually on Tuesday. What a great comment from Travis Kelsey. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um yeah. but yes, this is a take I have thought of Grant for so many years and I've never said out loud. Well, 
And it's it's a cowherd take too. Like I've heard him say this. Kevin oh, Durant. Really? Okay, so look, I'm not alone. All right. Kevin Durant's the same. Where you get you're older and you're single and you're rich, you don't know how to sacrifice. You don't know how to budget your time. You don't know because because in here's things that maybe a lot of Bart's listeners won't understand, but I can speak to obviously. When you have kids, you learn to prioritize and you learn that what I want to do is not the most important thing today. It's about my child. It's about someone else. It's about something else. And I that's that's an important concept in sports, but Brady got it. Again, I'm not the most important thing the team the team is. The offense scoring the most important thing. I think I'm I think I'm thinking of two buddies uh that I have. And one I'm thinking of, he's got three children and they're always running around and he works uh you know, a good job. And so you've got your job and then you've got like the hours you have to get ready and then the hours you come home and then, you know, when when do you have like free time? You don't have time for shit. Then I have another buddy who uh, graduated same class. They live in the same city. um, And he has no kids. I don't think he's in a relationship. And I I mean, he he gave me a long breakdown once of how the number 33 is satanic. And how if you really look into it, like Larry Bird was part of it also. And you can see it anywhere. And I get all these things about predictive programming and all this kind of stuff from him. And uh, he's obviously single and has a lot of time and has <laughs> a lot of time to like do that. And yeah, t- just time, just time of itself. And I sat down on CBS sports radio and people have to think I'm weird when I do this, but on Monday I was talking about Rogers again because of these comments where he, now he wants, like he feeds a reporter a report that he wants to play. Then that's news. And then two days later, he goes on McAfee and dispels the news, I never and which is news again, which he created. He is the factory that is providing the medicine that is caused by the smoke that the factory makes. It's wow. a circle. This is what he does because he's insecure. He doesn't know who he is. I said on air, man just needs a hug. That's all he needs. He just needs to be loved. He, he He's confusing He's confusing attention with appreciation. Like, yeah, Purpose. appreciation. Purpose. And and yeah, there's there's a lot. Look, there's a lot of reasons why the Packers didn't win a Super Bowl. Um, drafting a quarterback when you're I mean, that, 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 we're, we're, totally. There's so many reasons. And, we're not just anti Rogers here. There's lots of reasons. Yeah, Rogers, but but, but there like there are so Rogers as a player is if you want to ask me. 10 people that ruined the Packers' chances at a Super Bowl in the Lafleur years. Rodgers as a player is not on the list at all. It's the people that built the team and the people that were in Rodgers' head. Those are the people. So on one hand, he's got world's biggest collection of morons trying to tell him what to do. And then on the other hand... He's got world's most incompetent front office trying to build a team around him. I don't, I don't agree with the incompetent front office part. Maybe I look the AJ Dillon and Josiah DeGuar picks suck way more than the Jordan Love pick. You need to, we're not, we're not, we're not necessarily getting into this, right? but I, I know what you're saying. And I'm not trying to shit on Aaron Rodgers here. Like I, on my show on Monday night, I brought up like Rodgers is the reason that Tim Boyle is starting. Right. 
Like there's no reasonable way. Bart's Salah comment earlier. Yeah, there's no reasonable way that the Jets front office is doing all of this of their own volition. There's no way. Otherwise, they're all idiots. And I don't think Joe, like I don't know that they're the best coaches and execs in football, but they're, I'm pretty sure they're not idiots. So I, I don't know. I, and, I don't know. And we, we do need to mention, because we've had all this Rodgers conversation, unplanned, impromptu Rodgers conversation. It's been a while. You said, well, but Bart, you said like the thing about he's, he creates the news and he took a, just, okay. Like Rogers is a year older than me. I, I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of a person, a human who would take a video of their workout, send that to the team, then either you or your agent to have some plausible deniability, reach out to Jay Glazer and say, I, you know, I sent the clip. And it blew their mind. Quote, very important what the quote is here. It blew their mind. You saw the Jay Glazer report, right? Roger sends a video and he's going to set December 2nd or 3rd or whatever it is as his return date. That, I hope, I mean, yes, I was a journalist and a reporter and all that. That can only come from one of two sources. Like you can't like arbitrarily be like, I don't know where that came from. You knew the video was sent. You have a quote prep that it blew their mind. If it would have said blew our mind, it'd be a Jets person. Think about the right. Interesting. It, it, that video blew our mind. It didn't blow our mind. I'm not a Jets person. It blew their mind. I'm a Rogers person. Paul, oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, this is so fresh. Like, and this is where I think where Bart gets so frustrated because like yeah. people see through this, right? Like Bart and I. Like no, a lot of people don't. It's just not that hard to figure out, man. A lot of people don't see through it, don't want to see through it, and I'm the idiot for saying it. Just enjoy it, okay? It's it's fun. It's entertaining. And I and I I just blew Grant's mind by putting that connection together. He is the third most talked about person in the NFL this year, behind the Kelsey brothers, which like this year is all about Kelsey, and Rogers, of course, of course. Guys, this motherfucker brought up Dr. Fauci in 2023. What the fuck? Did you uh did you guys see what Cowherd said on Monday about Rogers? He saw I've never heard anything. I've never heard anything Cowherd has said unless you've sent it to me. So. He's he's planted which by the way, I'm gonna find an old podcast today where him and Nick Wright talk directly about the Rogers marriage thing. I will send it to you, Paul, because it's one of my I remember right. it very I listened to it on vacation once, so I was happy when I listened to it, and that sticks in my anyways. Um, Cowherd said on Monday that Rodgers is never going to be relevant in the NFL ever again from, from an actual competitive winning football game standpoint. And it's harsh. Um, but I guess Coward has to say shit like that sometimes, but he, he might be right. I don't know. He could very well be right. I guess I'm asking you guys if you think he's right. Jesus, do you, do you think he's right with that? Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Colin Cowherd is right. I see why Bill keeps your mic time limited. Um, <laughs> uh, I would just say this. If he comes back on December 3rd and plays not, well, just hold it's, on. It's and, physically and, impossible. Well, let's he just blew their mind. Bart. Just, he blew how their mind. can you, how can you just hate, medicine <laughs> so much and then like how does he think he's getting cured this fast fucking pray what what did he spill on the sideline the previous game what what was the thing he oh was- i didn't see that I, I i saw the headline i was like this is fucking not for me i don't know you know what he might have spilled 
you know what I tried not to spill uh, on Tuesday was one of those homemade Southern sodas at Tupelo Honey. Okay, because they're so delicious. Uh, Tupelo Honey Cafe. This is downtown Milwaukee. It is right across from the public market, or at least it should be. But there's a giant fucking highway in the middle that doesn't need to be there in 794. So tear down that shit uh, and we'll all be happy. But it does provide a nice space shadowed to play pickleball. So uh, maybe maybe pickleball saves the spur. That being unnecessary, Tim Post. Uh, TupeloHoneyCafe.com. I have a date book there, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll recap it next time we speak. Very excited, myself and Tim Shea. Now, one of the Crispy Brothers did go to Tupelo Honey, and they said that they used the promotion, and in the tweet, they said they were the first one to use it. The promotion is, I've been saying, you make a reservation, you put Bart Winkler or whatever in the reservation box, you get 20% off through November. I believe Sir Crispy was one of the first to actually just say it to the server, non-reservation. So I don't want to make it look like no one's been using this reservation. I have many screenshots and pictures that you guys have been incredible. Uh, I know that teacher Tom has a date plan there or a lunch plan there if he hasn't done it already. Garrett uh, went there. Uh, another couple went there. So keep it up. You guys rule. Through the end of November, 20% off. You can book it in the thing. Or I guess you can say it. But the server thought my name was Bert. That counts. I made a reservation for Tuesday. I put the Tim Shea show. So hopefully that still works. We will see. But TupeloHoneyCafe.com. Southern food. All the fixings. I will I will put my pictures on threads. <laughs> Matt in the Falls was right. He's trying to get me the threads for two months. Everyone, he, so I just got a thread because the admirals were like, hey, threads, it's been a while. What's up? And then Matt said, people are finally accepting they must start cultivating a new following here before X dies and they're left with squat. He said that on the admirals and then tagged me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. By the way, I just realized it was Matt in the Falls who had the the NFL is bad product right now take, right? I think earlier as I was recapping, I said Q and I, but it was Matt in the Falls who had the football take, right? Yeah, you kept talking about Q. I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. I mixed up your your wonderful your wonderful uh, contributors to the show. They're not just Q's listeners. The one, Q's the one that cries when the Packers win. 
This is a, it, it, it's like you and you don't you don't know what my topic list is, but it's like you do because what a perfect segue. Outstanding before, part. Outstanding. What a segue. I just want to say there's a tweet that's going around that Bukowski just like quote tweeted. New Bukowski just dropped. New Bukowski just dropped, but it's it's uh, quote tweeting. Hey, wake up. <laughs> it, and it's and it's someone who's comparing Jalen Hurts to Jordan Love's seasons statistically. One of, them, drafted Hertz, but. one of them says MVP favorite, which is Jalen Hurts, who has thrown for 2,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. The other one says, quote, not the guy, 2,300 yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. The stats are identical between Love, I mean, like within a margin of error, uh, the same. And uh, one is not the guy, and one is the MVP favorite or an MVP favorite. That's fun. Can I just, I don't know if you have a question, but this just jogged my memory of something I saw last night. That deep ball to Devontae Smith that put him right inside the five-yard line. Yes. Oh, what a throw. A, a dart in the biggest moment from Jalen Hurts, who who always shows up in, in, in the moment when his team needs him most. And it was a good throw, but it was underthrown. And I feel like if Jordan Love makes that throw and it's caught, there are certain people who are like, well, he underthrew it. But he didn't lead him. If he leads him, it's a touchdown. It's like, it's hard to throw deep balls. And even Jalen Hurts, who's great, like threw it behind Devontae Smith. It would have been a touchdown. Hot take. Jalen Hurts underthrew him purposefully. So then he could slam his dome into the goal line and get a touchdown in the least interesting way possible. But he then would get the stats. But it was like, that was a Jordan Love underthrow. Smith came back for a great catch. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought watching the game last Monday night. The, I think the audience overlap between the Wisco Sports Show and the Bart Winkler Show podcast are significant, right? I think you guys share a lot of. If if we are know. if this is the Winkler verse, <clears throat> then Grant would be the Sony Spider Man universe, mm -hmm. where you don't necessarily need to follow the other one to enjoy the other one, but it does add to the uh, enjoyment. Yes, and there are some, you know, there's the Tom Hollins and the uh, Toby Maguire's. Mm -hmm. Andrew Garfield. I'm, and so I'm guessing the overlap is not as prevalent between your two shows and the midday show that Grant produces. There's some people, people keep calling my show in the, in the evening. It's like, Bill said this today. I hated that. I'm like, well, that's not my problem. Like this isn't, this isn't Bill's post. Yeah, but you are there though. You're, you're by association. I'm not a, I'm not a game show. If, I'm if you Bill Michaels post game show for two hours every night, especially because a lot of these guys they're in like Bill's live stream in the comments, just like duking it out with other commenters, and they tell. But me like I would argue, Grant, and I've uh, if you disagree, almost rake on YouTube actually. Yeah, a lot of inter yeah, he has a, a lot of people watch his show on YouTube. I gotta like, put my show video somewhere. I don't. I never have. Is yeah. he ad supported? Do you have to look at ads? I don't. I don't. I don't watch. I don't know. He could be leaving a lot of money on the table. I, just I, wanna... I, I feel like he's getting, getting. He's not dumb. I feel like he's getting what he can from YouTube. I was just, I was just gonna say that. Um, Grant, I don't like the Bill pregame show. This could it. What well, does help you prep, doesn't it? Yeah, everything's prep. Thank you guys so much. By the way, anytime you guys need a need a guest or anything, uh, it's yes, it's, it's all just prep for your other show. I was just gonna say, Grant, though, but like. Monday's Bill Michaels show, correct me if I'm wrong, was not exactly like, wow, Jordan Love was great. It was like, there's also an audience. And this is why I was saying like the, the overlap between your two shows is probably pretty similar. I 
I'm kind of assuming at this point after Sunday's game that most people listening right now recognized how good Jordan Love was on Sunday. No, I mean, I got these people. I got this one guy. But, like, I'm just wondering has, what the sampling is here. I got this one guy who has hmm. tweeted me memes and shit and for years and has never tweeted me an actual thought. And then he is all up in my shit about how Jordan Love is fucking terrible. I was like, how? How? I Look, if Jordan Love sucks, he sucks. And if he's good, he's good. I guess I would prefer that he's good so that we don't have to go through it again. He plays for our team. That would be nice. But if he was bad, I think, I mean, I think I've done, I think I've recognized the games he's bad. I, there was a little video that she said TV posted and Nagler was on top of it. And people were like, um, you guys are like saying, oh, it's the Chargers defense. But if you look at the game against the Raiders, and if you look at game against the Chargers, there's things that Love's doing now that he wasn't doing. He is, he, he had a really nice start. And then he was shaky, and now he's had a good couple of games. A few games. I mean, that's all there is to say about it. And is he like, you know, we're trying to figure out, because there is a contract that they have to figure out. So there is more of a pressing issue. But uh, if you're you're trying to make him be Aaron Rodgers, you're – that's just – then, you like, people continue to move the goalpost on him. It's very annoying. And you're, and, you're, and you're also putting aside how bad Rodgers was in 2022, if you're trying to compare the two. Love in 2023, greater than sign Rodgers in 22. Oh, yeah. This Jordan Love beats Detroit. Yes. In Detroit last year in November. 100%. This Jordan Love might. I don't this know This Jordan about. Love beats Detroit in week 18. Oh, that game too? Okay. Both Detroit games, I would argue, because the Detroit, the Packers-Lions game in 2022 in Detroit – Rodgers was horrendous. And maybe, oh, your thumb injury. Love right now is playing better than Rodgers did at the end of the season. I think the last two weeks. I don't know if that's true of the season. Sure, the last two weeks. On the whole. You give me the love you gave me Sunday, and you give me that in that Detroit game where I had fucking Wayne Larrabee's screaming at the top of his lungs in my comforting box that's winkler versus cannon by the way that's that is a canon event that it will forever be referenced and i love Wayne that Larry v, i saw at the milwaukee panthers media day and he held the door for me what a gentleman that was nice of him he is a gentleman he's very stately in my interactions with him he's very he's a good ambassador for packers football yeah you're listening to packers football all right i think it's yeah let's go into this other question so the Packers, had they lost to the Chargers, they did not. They would be one, two, three. They would be the for sure the sixth pick, kind of right there with the fifth. Instead, they won. Don't say the word. There's a word that is banned on this show. D-R-A-F-T. Instead, I didn't say they had the, they had the fifth pick in some random thing. <clears throat> Instead, they won, and now they're a game and a half out of the eighth or of the seventh seed. They are the eighth seed, and they're the twelfth pick in this event that happens each April in the NFL, of which I will not say the D word. I just wanted to ask, like, I'll tell you, if they had won, they did Sunday against the Chargers. I'm like, yes, we're gonna run. They're going to beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. Let's go. And had they lost, I would have rooted for every loss subsequently. 
I was ready to go either direction. Unbelievable. However, however, they they won. And this is where I think you'll be surprised what my take is. And every once in a while, I'll ruin my take ahead of time by telling you what mine is. After Sunday's win, I'd love to see the Packers go on a run to end the season and make the playoffs. I think you would both say, "Mm mm-hmm, to that. But here's my caveat. After Sunday's win, I'd love to see the Packers go on a run to end the regular season and make the playoffs, even with the likelihood of an early postseason exit. So in other words, even if you know like they're going to go on big 10-point underdogs in the playoffs, they finished 9-8, and eight, they snuck in, let's face it, they're going to lose. That would still be awesome and a great outcome for this season, given how it's gone to this point. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. And I will say, much to my surprise, and what completely contradicts what I thought two weeks ago, mm, fucking hmm. Paul doesn't eyes raised up on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. He doesn't often answer his own prompt. Definitely not with an F word. But they're gonna um, if they lose to the Lions, I'm right back off. But for now, I'm in. Let's go. That's, see, but that's you can't be that way. I'm what, sorry. What, what made you I'm, arbitrarily say on November 19th, this is gonna decide my entire outlook on the whole season? I'm just being honest with you. I'm not saying it's well, right or wrong or good or bad. By the way, November 19th, um, thank you. It was my half birthday, and no one said anything. <laughs> You're dangerously close to 40, yo. All right. So, so my thought is what the fuck uh was that? Also, my other thought is I have not like I tweeted and threaded or I don't think I threaded, I Facebooked it that the Packers are a game and a half out of the playoffs when the Vikings yes. lost. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I did it in sort of in fun and then the comments. <laughs> My lord, the comments. I am like, I so the last couple of weeks, I watched the Rams game, I watched the Steelers game, three fourths of it, and I watched the uh, Chargers game. And I've been rooting for the Packers to win. I want to see them win. But these are, it's independent of any other thought. I sit down and I want the team to win. I don't care about the thing that's happening next April. <laughs> at all i do not fucking care there's not one part of me that cares i'll care when it's time i'm not gonna sit here and root against my team 18 weeks when i like cherish these few sundays we get but i'm also not like seriously and maybe i will a little later if it actually starts to be real i'm not really thinking about the playoffs either i just want to see them win and i want to see jordan love get better and I want to see the other guys get better too, but I don't like, I, I, I don't have, there's no, there's no like tangible bar to me that tells me if this season was a success based on record, which I just want Jordan love to be good. But if Jordan love plays like he did Sunday, they will win more than they will lose. Okay. But I'm still like not thinking like even at four and eight last year, Rogers was like, Oh, we could fucking do it. And I was like, just sit the fuck down and leave. <laughs> but you were still because Rogers, you're still thinking playoffs. Gotta get in the playoffs. I'm not thinking playoffs. Well, here's here's my counter to that. And if we get into the playoffs, we'll probably be a seven seed. We will get fucking murdered by whoever we play. We will go to either Philly, San Fran, or Detroit, and we will die. Oh, 
just gave you the virtual thumbs up. <laughs> we will die. And that's fine. Experience. So, but, and, and this is kind of, this is why I asked the question. And Grant, I'm very curious for your response. But like covering the Bucks 15 years ago and the Brandon Jennings era and all of the other stuff, like the whole Scott Skiles idea at the time. And yes, this is a, you know, whatever cross reference from 15 years ago, but it's like eighth seed. Even if you go in and get swept or it's a five-game series, like the, ex- the playoff experience for the young players is pivotal. I'm, I'll buy- be right here. One- he'll, he'll be right back. Grant, I buy that. I'm here. He's back. Yep, I totally right- I, Okay. I totally buy the playoff experience thing. So, yes, going into Philly or going into San Fran, but like the way that I saw Jordan Love play Sunday – Against the Chargers makes me think that, like, if he keeps doing that, they will win a lot of games, especially as the schedule gets kind of easier in December with some of the opponents like Carolina and Tampa Bay. And I think just as a byproduct of love playing that way, which would be great because it would answer the Packers quarterback question, if it's it's being answered, if he keeps playing like this, the question's answered. Like, we can discuss what the guy money means, but, like, if he keeps playing like that, he's the guy. He's the quarterback of this team for the next handful of years, not just a year or two. And as if that happens, they will win. If they keep winning, they will make the playoffs. However, they will still very likely lose in the first round. But mentioning my Brandon Jennings example from 15 years ago on the Bucks beat was, like, I think that would be great. I think they should feel that, see that, experience that. And so – I have kind of turned that corner and like, okay, winning streak, go in. Even if you get trounced in the, in the, in the wildcard round, that would be really good for all these guys to see and feel and experience. That's why I was so definitive in my, mm-hmm, Grant, you'd love to see the yeah. Packers go on a run to end the season, make the playoffs, even if it means the very strong likelihood of an early postseason exit mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Well, making the playoffs is always good. You always want to win more games, and make the playoffs. This is, this is, like, well, I, but I would I, Okay. I, I I don't well I, and I'll add a, ca- a caveat which I think you'll like to this like winning games and making the playoffs is always good that's never a bet you could have asked me this question in week one in week six week uh, my my unless, pro- unless unless you can get a top three to top five pick and I think that's the, the important asterisk here is like if you can be bad enough to suck enough to be the top they five they never were gonna though they never were gonna uh, I, I, a few they weeks were ago never I gonna be like, bad enough for a top three pick never when never, they never. lost they lost to the Raiders and the at the time dead in the water Broncos. They very well could have had a top five pick. Hey, both those teams are five hundred. It's it's nope. it's not was, just about who you play; it's when you play them, Paul. And they they caught the Raiders and the Broncos after they figured some things out. I actually think the no, didn't. The Raiders went on to the Raiders went on to fire their coach. Yeah, they lost to Josh I, McDaniel. I'm not, not disagreeing with you. This, this is we we've done these topics all year, not just on this show. Everyone does these topics. We're like, well, now we're through week five. Now we're through the bye. Now we've seen, what do you think now? I've thought the same fucking thing I've, I've thought since week one. It's like, I would like to see the team win. I want to see Jordan Love get better. And if by some, you know, happen, you know, happenstance, they somehow get into the playoffs. Cool. That'd be, that'd be great too. The, the problem in Paul, I think this is where this, this is a caveat that will be important to you. If the Packers were to somehow make the playoffs in a terrible NFC this year, that can't change their decision-making moving forward. And I think for like, for a team like the Giants last year, right? They made the playoffs. Yeah. Not flute. They, they earned it, right? They won those games, but they were fundamentally not a great team. Like the mistake that that would be is if the Packers make the playoffs because the NFC is terrible and you know they get some lucky bounces the next couple of weeks, 
and then they change their evaluation of where they are in, in their progression as a team, right? That, like that, that can't happen. I, I don't think making the playoffs at the end of this year means that this Packers team was great and they need to change the calculus of how they build it moving forward. It would just, it would be a nice experience. Yeah, I sure. But that's, that's been true the whole fuck. That's been true the whole fucking season. Yeah, but just, I know. Go ahead. No, it's just every week. It's like, I just want to see Jordan Love get better and I want to see them win. And like, we come back the next week and then it's like, well, what do you think now? Is your evaluation changed? No, there's, what are there, seven games left now? Yeah, but you, you guys are. Eternity. That's so much. I think when the three of us talk about this, it feels like I'm like some significant outlier. And then I hear the people who call to the Bart Winkler voicemail line and I hear other chatter about this. Sorry, Bart, for using the word chatter. And um, I'm not alone in this thought that like, Jordan well, Love you can... used it in a right way, though. I mean, Thank I think, I think, you. I think that it gets. Uh, I wasn't using it to reference rumors or reports. It discourse. Just... People have started using the word discourse too much. Disc. We don't engage in discourse. We're a bunch of knobs on the internet. We we're engage in chatter. We've we, gotten a little too heavy-handed with the use of discourse. We're just chit-chatting. Uh, yes. We are not. This is bar. Basically, bar. T- it's like guys sitting at a bar. And Isn't just- that kind of what it's like? It's just like three guys at a bar. Yeah. Isn't that what you always envisioned for your show? Like, I know that's groundbreaking, but I just kind of always felt like that's what a sports show should sound well, you like. Well, don't, you don't want to take yourself too seriously. I mean, that's that's the key. Guys at a bar would never take themselves too seriously. It's, no. it's supposed to be lighthearted, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just know that there will be people listening who were perfectly okay with, and in fact, would have preferred a couple weeks ago that a losing streak continued, top three pick, top five pick, at, I'm just okay, I, I, and if you were there, that's one thing, but now stop. But like, but now now I will accurately this time reference Q, right? Like before I was meaning to say Matt in the Falls, but you, you said Bart that like Q was part of your postgame show and was like really displeased that they won. Like that at some game. point, if they're six and seven and then they win a game to go to seven and seven, you can't still be like, oh, draft pick. But that's what I'm saying. The difference though between the win and the but loss. Who do we even like? Who do we even want? Like, what are we? What are we tanking for? Another quarterback? No. So you want to go through a whole season where your quarterback sucks just to get a different quarterback? Marvin Harrison Jr., Joe Alt, all these. Yeah, yeah, Joe Alt. That name is fucking flying off Packer fans' tongues. <laughs> if he's the next Bakhtiari for ten years, you would love that. But all I would say is like, I don't even know where fuck he plays, and I love college football. Notre Dame, right? No, Notre Dame, and I hate college football. I was gonna say Oregon too. Sounds like a Pac-12 guy. You know. Joe, I don't need Joe Alt right on this fucking team. <laughs> um, the, we already, the, have, we already the, have him. His name's David Bakhtiari. The reason that this game, the Chargers game, was so important is literally, though, it's the difference between you would not, Bart, you would not have jokingly or, like, you would not have put out a tweet that said, look at the NFC standings for the playoff race. Like, look how close the Packers are, even though they're a game and a half back, because they would be, instead of being there, they would be, instead of the 12th pick, in the draft, they, they'd be the fifth. You the cannot pick. say that word. They they moved seven spots in the order. Did any single fucking person, the year Rogers started, think about the next year? Fuck draft. The next year's draft. No, nobody was doing that then. Can I? Why are we doing it now? Can I? Can I? Ask this is say, annoying. They, they moved seven. Yeah, spots. I said this before. We are the Green Bay Packers. I don't care if we've got fucking Keanu Reeves at quarterback. I am never, ever going to want this team to tank. Under no circumstances, ever. We are 
we, you can't call me entitled town and then have the same fan base be like, I want to tank? Fuck you. You guys don't deserve to fucking tank. You've had 30 years of, ray, of riches, okay? We need to complain about how we are. We should have more Super Bowls. And you don't know what these playoff losses are like. That's Packers. It's not, oh, I'm sad we beat the Chowjos. <laughs> We, we do not we do not engage in tank talk. Okay? We're the fucking Green Bay Packers. This is beneath us. This is Bears bullshit. Fuck off. Stop it. Fuck off. If Stop not, it. If some the- of your I, I think some people just need to hear this. Matt Lafleur's he's here next year. So is Goody. And the way this season's trending, probably Joe Barry. So I know there are these there are these these callers, these joiners in the Winklerverse where it's like. Uh, I want a regime change. Well, you're not getting one. Even if they bottom out and they lose every game the rest of the year, they're not, it's going to be this regime and a lot of these same players. So you can't, you cannot have a season that's so, but you can't go two and 15. But if the Packers had an owner, but they don't. Yeah, they don't. So you need to mix in victories. You need to mix in these high points. Otherwise the vibes get so bad. They get so sour and you can never bring them back. Look at the Bears. They thought we won with Gusto. No, you you or lost with Gusto, which is actually a tagline that's pretty clever. Shout out to Q. That's that has staying power in in our in our discourse. Hat tip from Bart. The only if people haven't seen the post game locker room thing where the floor gave the game ball to Love and Grant's favorite player Rashawn Gary giving him the like stop playing with him. You know, just like the, the enthusiasm toward Love yeah. among the players. Watch that video. In fact, I will talk to Q and anyone else, and I will talk to myself two weeks ago, who was like, oh, man, that kind of was a bummer that they won. Um, and I'm that- YouTube's going to get flagged for how much you're mentioning Q on the internet. Ah, yes. I see what you're saying. What is his real name? <laughs> He's just Q. I'm going to call him Quentin. I know his real name. I'll never I'll never say, though. Quentin, Quin- Quincy... No, it's, it's, it's not. He like that. barely deserves to be called Q. It's it's a reach. There is a Q somewhere Keith? in one of his names. Keith with a Q. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. It's Keith. Um, it's Q. Q U I E C H. Please. No, no. Right, we need to wrap up. All right, that was my last thought, but yeah, um, I have a we'll have one we get to next week but uh, we just did two topics in like an hour plus which tells you that we very organically had a lot of fun i you have know, a- i gotta say before we go i enjoyed the rogers talk as a treat it's fun yeah. we're not we're not taking it too seriously we're not hating or holding a grudge yeah. on the guy it's just fun to bs about how insane that guy can be sometimes and it's like when you go to a concert you want to see fucking you want to see them play their hits <laughs> Don't you don't you want to don't you want to see us girls talk about Rogers? We're the three non-blondes. We just had to sing. What's going on? It's not. Uh, we had to. We don't do want to sing it. We don't like it. We're sick of it. Okay. We're sick of it. But but we fucking the beats sound so good and it's the best in unison and mm-hmm. it's the one that made us all the money. So we got to fucking play. It's, it's, why you're here. My, it's it's not my fault that somehow Tim Boyle is starting for the Jets and he's coming back from an Achilles injury after like two and a half months. Don't put that shit on me. Don't I'm you put going, that on us, Ricky Bobby. Don't, don't you put, put that, that on us, us, Ricky Bobby. I'm going to talk about that. And anyone should because it's wild. All right, speaking, speaking of which, I just love that you used the non-blondes as your example of like a one-hit wonder. Well, you but guys just do when the, 90s bands. Like- when in fact Aqua is going on tour, is touring, 
And someone's going to have to sit Based through. on Barbie Girl alone? Yes, because of the movie and the success. But the they were mad movie. they didn't use that song in the movie. They were mad. So, yeah, so 13, you have to sit through like 13 other Aqua songs so you can hear Barbie Girl in a Barbie world. Uh, How yeah. much more unserious are my takes if I do backwards hat? Oh, it's, it's actually, don't, I'm being very serious. It don't, would change. don't, don't, don't. Tell me, oh, that, no. tell me this wouldn't completely change. <laughs> everything he's saying if he <laughs> it's better with the snapback there are some men who will go backwards hat with a fitted hat and they just look like this and it's 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 poor it's poor yeah. that's better but still bad all right girls my next show will be live after the bucks and celtics my fucking god the take quake coming out of that one oh. is already forming under both cities and will destroy a fan base. Which one will find out? The yep. Bart Winkler show. This was fun. See you guys later. Have a great Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you and thankful for this show. Wow. You, you ever go around the table and like, what are you thankful for? And you're like eight years old and you're like, I don't want to talk in front of my family. Um, I'm thankful for my Nintendo. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck families from putting you on the spot like that. What are what are you guys thankful for? Really quick before we go, one thing each. My Nintendo. Did you? I'm a PlayStation guy, so my answer is my PlayStation. I'm thankful that my son doesn't see me for the fraud that I am yet. <laughs> my PlayStation is right here. By the way, I'm also thankful for my my PlayStation. Oh, five. I just got it. Oh. I'm How thankful that I don't have kids. Bart, so, how many more how many more years left do you have before he makes that discovery? My son still looks at me with innocence and joy. He still runs to me when I'm home instead of this fucking asshole's back. <laughs> Paul, I can't follow that. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.